Welcome to the No Meh Movies Podcast. Now, what we're going to do this week, unfortunately, my co-host Darren Cross is on vacation. So, we're going to take this as the opportunity to wrap up Season 1. We've done 23 movies throughout Season 1. So, this is going to be a little bit of a wrap-up episode. It's also going to be a little bit of an episode to give you a little bit of information behind the scenes and kind of let you know why we do what we do. So, with Darren gone, uh, I, I got to say from the both of us, we really appreciate everybody that's listened to this show. The idea kind of came to me because uh, I listen to a lot of movie talk stuff. I was really inspired by a lot of YouTubers, to be honest, people like Chris Stuckman, like the Schmoes, like the CinemaSins guys, Screen Junkies, and a couple of podcasts. I really got to say a big inspiration was the podcast Villains from The Ringer and Shea Serrano. And they do something really cool on that show where they run their villain of the week through these different categories. And I really recommend checking it out. I hope that they come back with a new season soon. And it kind of gave me this idea to, number one, do movies that no one else was talking about. The reason we choose meh movies is because you are literally not going to hear these movies pop up on another podcast. And then the idea to kind of run them through categories felt like a nice framing technique to kind of make sense of these movies, you know, to run them through their paces instead of just talking about them. Wanted to give you guys a little bit of structure to the show. So that's kind of the genesis of where this came from. And for these meh movies, I think if you look over our 23 movies, you could see that, yeah, sometimes these are just average movies. Sometimes they're just all right. Sometimes, but then sometimes they're forgotten. You know, things that people haven't picked up in a really long time, haven't thought about in a really long time. And how they end up being meh turned out to be something that was really fascinating to research, to learn about, to discover, because there's all sorts of different influences that maybe a movie was going for horror and it ended up being more of a comedy. Maybe it was going for drama, but it ended up being more of a coming of age. Like Maybe they missed their genre that they were going for. Or maybe it was just a bad pairing of writer and director. You know, in the case of The Hulk, which we, was our second episode, they want, Ang Lee wanted to do a Greek tragedy out of The Hulk. And it's just that mismatch, it ends up being a meh movie. So that's kind of where the idea came from. And I got to say, some of these movies I would have absolutely never watched without this podcast. So I'm really glad for that. I hope if you guys have gone and watched any of these movies that you've seen some things that you would have never seen before because of the show. I was trying to think of what my favorite movie has been of the 23 we've done so far. And I think I have it narrowed down to a top three. In no particular order, top three movies we've done so far. Kindergarten Cop, which was episode 19. The Bourne Legacy, which was episode 5. And I think Mr. 3000, our very first episode, our baseball-themed episode, because you guys know how much me and Darren love baseball. I got to say, in no particular order, those three were probably my favorite movies of the year. I think for the most interesting, I might have to say either The Life Aquatic with Steve Zizou or The Cell. Both of those movies... I was unsure about, but I was really interested in discovering what they were and 
you know, how they ended up in this mess space. I remember the cell being promoted really heavily. It wasn't a movie for me back then. Now I'm really glad I saw it. And for The Life Aquatic with Steve Zizou, you know, I changed my perspective going into the movie and it completely changed the experience. And I hope you guys had that same reflection after listening to me and Darren break it down. So those are some of our favorite movies that we've done so far from season one. Now to give you a little bit of behind the scenes, like kind of how the show works, uh, we always say at the top of every show that the movie must be between 40 and 60 on the tomato meter or four and six on IMDb. Now, why did we choose those two scales to measure these movies against and why did we choose two we could have just gone with rotten tomatoes we could have just gone with imdb number one we did two because it gives us more variety like we want to have fun with this we don't want to be completely pigeonholed so having two different scales gives us variety but one of the interesting things about rotten tomatoes the way they score is the rotten tomato score the tomato meter is a critic score and it's not just what the critics scored it so if I say I liked it, and Darren said he didn't like it, and Chris Stuckman or, you know, whoever else, big critic, says that they liked it, two people liked it, one person didn't like it, that's a 66% as far as Rotten Tomatoes is concerned. So, when a movie scores between 40 and 60, that literally means that around half the critics scored it very high, or at least good, and around half the critics scored it bad, very low. So... It leaves us in this interesting space where why why are these two why are they so divided on this? You know, people think of a movie in the fifties as like, ah, oh, well, it's pretty low, probably. No, it means half the people liked it. There's some good reviews for it out there. So how does it end up in this space? That's why the Rotten Tomatoes tomato meter was kind of chosen as one of our scales. And then for IMDB, that's actually an audience score. So four and six on IMDB. That means that the audience, I believe theirs is more of an average of scores that people give it out of 10. So it gave us a way to hear what the critics think. It gave us a way to see what the audience was thinking. And it gave us some variety in movies. Because some of these, like you can see, I think Stop From My Mama Shoot was an 8% on Rotten Tomatoes. So clearly would have never been reviewed on the show. And we all would have lost out on the joy of Estelle Getty if we hadn't have reviewed that movie. So that's kind of where our scale comes from. And then the different categories we have. You know, we start we start every episode with, are you entertained? And the reason we ask that is because, I mean, it sounds silly, it sounds obvious, but if you're not entertained, it's probably not going to end up as a good movie. And I hope it's not too much of a spoiler on our opinions when we start the show, but if it was a slog to sit through, if, you know, you had to stop it and start it just to get through it, if you were falling asleep or checking your phone during the movie, then... Chances are it's not a good movie. Like, a movie should keep you engaged. Now, granted, because of our working schedule, sometimes we start these movies at 11 o'clock at night, and I just, I can't stay awake. I have to stop it and watch the rest of it during my lunch break. But for the most part, I would say most of these movies have kept me awake, have kept my attention, and I'm glad for that. I'm really glad that at least the movies we're bringing you have been interesting in some way, whether they've been good or bad. They've at least been interesting enough to hold my attention for the most part. Then the next category is, did the movie do what it was supposed to do, right? So I talked about this a little bit, but if you're missing your genre, if you're marketing your audience towards a genre that your movie really isn't hitting, then you're going to end up in a mess space. And uh, The Born Legacy is a perfect example of this. By putting Born in the title and advertising it as a Born movie and add on to the Born franchise, 
people really wanted to see Jason Bourne, and it just what Jeremy Renner wasn't enough. They wanted Matt Damon, and that's how it ends up as a meh movie. Even though if they would have just called it something else, and I think we we did this on the episode. I forget what name we came up with. They would have called it something else, and it just happens to be set in the Bourne franchise, in the Bourne world. I think it gets actually a better review, a better score. I think people enjoy it more. The next category is, did the actors bring it? And this is a category we've kind of scaled back a little bit. I think you could see in the first few episodes, this segment got a little bit long. Some of these casts were huge, especially episodes like Murder on the Orient Express, where we try to run through as many people as we could, because we want to give the actors you know, the credit they're due, and we want to you know, talk about the performances, but it just, you know, it felt like we were hitting too many characters, so I think for season two, we're going to continue with doing top performer, top performer from Darren, top performer from me, and then the rest of the performances may come up in things like successes and failures or in quick picks, so uh, I don't think we'll be leaving any information out there, I think we'll just be streamlining the show, but, you know, uh, did the movie do what it was supposed to do, kind of falls under the director and the writer, and then did the actors bring it? Obviously, we're then taking a look at our cast, kind of the two elements that need to come together to have a good movie. Successes and failures, I think that one's been pretty obvious, and I think that's really the meat and potatoes of our show. So I think you, I hope you guys have enjoyed our successes and failures for these different movies and the conversations that it leads us into. What did the critics say? I really wanted to do this segment because, like I said with Rotten Tomatoes, half the reviewers really liked it, half the reviewers really didn't. Why? How do we end up in that space? And what are they saying that pulls the movie in such polar opposite directions? Granted, Rotten Tomatoes does, it cheats a little bit because it only gives us a little blurb. And we're cheating the writers a little bit because we're only reading that little blurb and we're not going any deeper into their reviews. So we are having a little bit of fun with them. We are having a little bit of fun with that segment. But I think it unlocks a little bit of the mystery of how the heck did this movie end up like this? That's been a really entertaining segment for us. The sequel, pitching a sequel to the movie, that was just something fun I wanted to throw in there. That one also got inspired by the podcast Villains. I think they ask if the villain were to come back, could they have a could they have a face turn, or as they would call it in professional wrestling, could they become a good guy or join the good guys? And I think he uses Jason Statham in the Fast and Furious franchises as the example where he is the villain in one movie, and then in the next movie, he is teaming up with the good guys. So that's how they do it on villains. I thought it would be fun just to pitch sequels, sort of a fun improv game. Sometimes, I'll be honest with you guys, sometimes I think of it as I'm watching the movie, I'm like, that's what my sequel is going to be. Sometimes I think about it during my research. Sometimes I'm literally sitting there listening to Darren talk and going in my brain, what the heck is my sequel going to be? I think I did that with Coyote Ugly, and I think the whole Tollbooth sequel just came together as we were talking it out. But I got to say, that's probably my favorite segment that we do. I didn't intend for Quick Picks to be all nitpicks. That's why we don't call it the nitpick segment. We call it the Quick Picks segment, because I don't just want to nitpick these movies. I want to give these movies their due, and if something doesn't fit in any other category, I wanted to cover all at the end of the episode. Now, granted, we have a lot of fun nitpicking, and that's just kind of my critic brain. That's where my brain goes. I go into nitpick mode, and I have fun with it. But I think, again, just like successes and failures, I hope that's led us into some really fun conversations. And then finally, we close out with some trivia, because why not? I, I think it's fun to learn some of these things. Sometimes the trivia comes up in quick picks. Sometimes it's easy as just going on IMDb and seeing what they say about the movie, and we learn some fun things. 
And then we have to decide once and for all if the movie is good or bad. Now, I've heard a lot of talk on other shows where they complain about a black and white world where everybody has to decide, you know, Star Wars The Last Jedi. Did we like it or did we hate it? You know, you have to decide. You have to pick a side. That's not the reason we're doing that. The reason we decide if a movie is good or bad, it all stems from the question that we ask towards the beginning, would you recommend this movie to a friend? If someone was like, hey, should I watch The Cell? You know, I want to have an opinion. I don't want to just be like, eh, I don't know. Eh, it's all right. I want to say to them, yes, you will love Jennifer Lopez. You will love Vince Vaughn. It gets really freaky and it's a good ride. Or I want to say to them, it's super weird and Jennifer Lopez doesn't carry the movie. Don't watch it. I want to have an opinion either way. So that's where this stems from. It's not telling you what you should think. It's just, let's have an opinion. Let's make a decision and don't be meh about things. So that's kind of how the show works. We've had an absolute blast recording this for you. I hope you guys have had fun listening to it. Again, I want to give a shout out to our international listeners. I think that we've actually picked up a new country since the last time I have updated it. Uh, right now, we have had listeners from the United States, obviously. We record this in Cleveland. The United Kingdom is coming on strong. India, Colombia, France, Germany, Ireland, and Romania. So thank you. If you are an international listener, thank you so much. And you guys tend to listen to this show on all different apps. So that's really cool. I'm glad we could get this out there. If you want it on a different app or something like that, or your friends say they listen to podcasts on a different app and it's not on there, let me know and I can get the show on that app or on that podcasting service. Last but not least, we really, again, we really appreciate everyone out there as listeners. When I started this and when I pitched this idea to Darren and when I was talking to my wife about spending all this time watching movies and editing podcasts, I said, you know what? If I could get like 10 people to listen to it, I'll be happy. You know, that'll make my day. If 10 people out there cared enough about my opinions on movies, that would be awesome. And I got to say, for some of these episodes, we have far exceeded my expectations. Our most listened to episode, and I'm shocked, is actually Atlantis, The Lost Empire, the Disney movie we did. It passed the Hulk a few weeks ago as our most listened to episode. So for all of you out there who've been listening to this, I really appreciate it. We've gotten some five-star reviews on iTunes, which is really cool, or Apple Podcasts. But we haven't gotten any reviews yet, and I haven't really gotten much feedback on Twitter. That feedback would really be awesome, really be helpful in making the show better for you guys. So if there's a segment that you really love, if there's a segment you think that runs on too long, if you're curious, you know, what we think about this about the movie, should we be talking about the director more? Feedback like that would be really cool and really help us as we go into season two. Also, if you have any movies out there that you want to pitch, I hear movies from people all the time, and I'm always looking them up, and I'm like, dude, that's a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, you just pitched to me, like, an awesome movie. Like, yes, it's an awesome movie, and other podcasts have probably talked about it, and as much fun as it would be to review it, maybe one day we'll get there, but right now, we're sticking with the whole meh movies idea, but if you have movies out there, we did our first listener Requested episode, The O in Ohio. 
and we had fun. I would have never watched that movie without the suggestion from our listener, Jeff in Chicago. So we really appreciated that. So yeah, so leave reviews, leave reviews on whatever app you're listening on. Be the first one to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. We would really appreciate it. And we will definitely give you a shout out on the next episode that we record together. In the meantime, while Darren's on vacation and while we're kind of gearing up for season two, I'm going to try to give you guys some bonus episodes, some things to keep you going. Because I don't know if you listen to these things while you're driving to work. I don't know if you listen to these while you're walking your dog, while you're walking on the treadmill. No matter what you do to listen to this, I hope you've been entertained. And I want to keep it rolling. I want to keep giving you content because I know how important it is when it becomes part of your routine to have you know that new content coming into your podcasting app. So I've actually gotten to the theaters recently, and I've seen some movies in the theaters. I've just watched some movies on Amazon or Netflix that I've just been meaning to get to that I really wanted to get to. So I'm going to do little mini episodes like this where it's just me, and I'm going to give you my reviews of some fun movies that I think you guys will enjoy. I won't run through the whole structure of the show because like, I can't sit in a movie theater with my notepad and take notes, but... I'll do my best to give you a nice, solid review of the movies. Some movies that I've seen so far, I got to see Britney Runs a Marathon. Me and my wife actually went to that one while we were uh, traveling for a wedding and had some downtime. And then I was traveling for work, and I got to see It Chapter 2. And I got a lot of opinions on It. I listened to the audiobook, knowing the movies were coming out. I've read a lot of Stephen King. So I'm excited to talk about It Chapter 2 and the It series of movies. It Part 1, It Part 2 coming up in a bonus episode that'll be out in a few weeks so until then until darren gets back a big thank you from both of us please subscribe rate and review the show on whatever podcasting app you're listening on you could follow us on twitter at no meh movies you can follow me on twitter at davy barris thanks for supporting the show and the next time your friends ask about a movie take a stance and tell them if the movie is good or bad because on this show there were no meh movies